Run and run and run. That's what the Niners did to the Packers in last night's 37-20 victory over Green Bay in the NFC title game. Joining us live from 94.5 ESPN, Jason Wilde. Did you see anything like that coming? <laughs> well, I, you know, Gene, I think you got to focus on the positives. I mean, George Kittle had one catch for 19 yards. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo only completed six passes. It's unbelievable. Uh, no, I, I frankly, I didn't see that coming. The Packers didn't see it coming. I don't even think Raheem Mostert saw that coming, that he was going to run for 220 yards. And Matt LaFleur said to us last night after the game in the postgame interviews that uh, he looked up at one point at the scoreboard and saw that Mostert had 20 carries for 200 yards. And uh, I had looked up at the scoreboard at the same time, and I was I was thinking, gosh, have I ever seen anyone do this to them? And frankly, the only time I've ever seen anything like it was when we were out here after the 2012 season, and they couldn't lay a finger on Colin Kaepernick for an entire game. It was It was just astonishing how... Not only was Raheem Mostert incredibly productive, but the Packers weren't even getting a hand on him until he was further down the field or even in the end zone. Well, Jason, you obviously knew something. When you joined us on 94.5 ESPN yesterday afternoon in the pregame, we asked you about next factor, and you picked, yes, Raheem Mostert. Uh, what was it about him that made him so dynamic and, and what made him so difficult for the Packers to, to deal with? Well, it wasn't, you know, what was remarkable was that I think Rob uh, Domofsky, our sometimes teammate at ESPN, had a stat from ESPN Stats and Information that of Raheem Mostert's first 160 yards, 109 of them were before contact. And I asked Matt LaFleur what that said to him, and it said either we were being completely out physical or we didn't coach them well enough. Well, it was probably both. But, Brian, when that's happening, that means that you are getting manhandled on the line of scrimmage. And it, it's not how the game started. Like, the first series, they go three and out, and Kenny Clark is a big stop. Um, it was just astonishing how much and, – and Tremont Williams had a great line. He said, there weren't just holes. There were huge holes. And it's true. I mean, there was just so much running room for him that it wasn't just about Mostert. It was about the way the offensive line and their fullback and Kittle, who did not catch any passes other than one, were blocking for him. 94.5 ESPN, it's Jason Wilde joining us live on WTMJ. Do you think this is curtains for defensive coordinator Mike Pettin? Well, I, I don't think so. I mean, you know, I understand that fans are frustrated, and, and certainly that was uh, a terrible performance during which they did not adjust. Um, but I, I, we are, we're always so quick to fire people. I guess you can't rule anything out. Um, but the one thing the 49ers did by running the ball that way was they completely neutralized the thing that the Packers defense was absolutely best at this year, right? They getting the Smiths and the pass rush going, you know, that was something that was the signature of this defense and when literally your quarterback only passes eight times, it completely eliminates the opponent's pass rush because they've got no one to rush. Jason, what was the one moment last night where you went to yourself, oh boy, this might get out of control? 
You know, I think it was when Rodgers and Lindsley fumbled the snap. Uh, it was 17 nothing, and I, I pointed out to LaFleur, you know, because he was kind of harping on that play, it was already 17 to nothing at that point, Matt. And I thought he made a great point because you go back and look, which I did since we're two hours behind you out here, um, they were moving the ball at that point. And if they go in and score, do I think they go on to win? Probably not. But they were on the move and probably going to make it, you know, 17-7, at the very least 17-3 and get on the board. And instead, it's 20 to nothing. Then Rodgers throws the interception where he and Gmo aren't on the same page. And that, that's how you end up in a 27 to nothing hole going into halftime. Jason Rolde of 94.5 ESPN. You made a great point, too, on the pregame show. I was listening yesterday, Mission Miami, and you said, you know, as, as good as this Packers team was record-wise, 13-3, and three, they may be even better next year, but have a hard time matching that mark just because all the things that broke their way this year. Yeah, and, and foremost among that is health. I, look, I think Brian Gutekunst is going to do deep offensively what he did defensively this past offseason. He's going to retool them. He's going to get Aaron Rodgers more weapons because 17 and 33 are the only two guys that scare opponents. They need to do that, but they're not going to be as fortunate. They're not going to go 9-1 and one in, in one-score games. They're not going to have everyone stay healthy the way they did this year. So it's going to be tough, even if they're a better team, to get back to the point that they were at yesterday. And that's why it's demoralizing because they were one win away from the Super Bowl. As flawed as they were and as fortunate as they were, you want to take advantage of that. And they obviously didn't. A wise man, Jason Wilde of 94.5 ESPN. Thank you so much for all your contributions this season, sir. All right, guys. Take care. Be good.